Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to A La Carte, the official podcast for Viola Boys Backroad Speedway. I'm here in the studio today, uh, instead of on site, uh, with my, I guess we'll call you my co-host, Kurt Monis. Well, I'm a co-host for now, but that's subject to change when you get somebody that's, you know, wanting to jump in as a go-kart racer that's, you know, wanting sure. to add to it. But yeah. I'm more than happy to jump in and give you a little little support when needed so glad to be here brian me too a uh, long weekend at the pdc for me uh had to take the weekend off from the announcing uh buzzy i believe a buzzy adams was there uh, the guy that came in and filled in for it now i don't know anything about him but obviously he's got previous announcing experience so what was his uh what what did he do do you know uh you know i'm not a hundred percent sure oh, okay. uh, but i think he probably dealt with some big bodied cars he i, I don't i don't know a hundred percent so uh, Chad probably stepped out to reach out to him to help him, you know, help because I know Chad doesn't like doing the announcing. He, he, you know, that's why he was looking for somebody, and you know, maybe he gets a little nervous, and that's understandable. It's well, it's alle- I tell you what, you you alleviated a major role. Yes. That where most people may not understand had the significance of an announcing role. Sure. But it's a big role because not anybody, a not anybody can do it, and not anybody can do it well. Let me rephrase it. Anybody can pick up a mic and start talking. It's all but not everybody can do it well. Sure. So you do it well. Um, you filled that. You filled those shoes rather quickly, and I know people enjoy listening to you. So I'll, I think me and Cole are going to plan on right unless something goes wrong with work or you know in general. But I think me and Cole are going to try to ride up there on Friday, and pack a cooler, and uh, go up there and Bring listen to you. Up. Listen to you squall. Would it be better to sit on the back stretch? And could I hear better? Or is it best to be on the front stretch? You know, I, I really don't know because I, I haven't <clears> gone back there. But I, I the first couple of nights I did a sound check on the back stretch, and I need to start doing that every week just to say, how's the sound? But uh, I think Chad did something to the speakers and made them louder because okay. uh, when I was playing it uh, two weeks ago, there he was. He's like, turn it down, and I was like, I had it cranked. So the they're week louder, before. okay. I had it cranked the week before, and uh, but obviously they're you know they're new, so they're learning as we go. And yeah, you don't get a chance to ever. A good dry run of this stuff is fine, yeah, but when there's pit full of trailers and generators, I mean, I'm sure it's loud as hell when there's nobody there, but yeah. when the generators start and the engines are fired, I mean, phew, you lose about 80% of the quiet yeah. time. So, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, uh, no, you do well. I'm looking forward to actually going up and listening again because it's exciting. I mean, a good announcer can make a... Uh, show exciting you know the racing's fine but you got to have somebody telling the story yeah you it's do. like watching a silent movie i mean yeah you might can make out what's going on with the movie but you got to have words to 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 understand and emotion yeah. and stuff yeah. i try to convey it in, a, in the most professional fun way as possible so you know and, and i don't like focusing on me you know but uh i just want to do my best for the fans and for the racers you know i yeah. want i want them to I want them to feel, you know, special, and and you want to give them some shout outs and just, you know, like uh, uh, Cash Kinsey, I think, got the locked the wind down there in the two um, fifties, and and uh, him and uh, oh man, having a brain fart, but uh, it was only two cars in that feature, but man, uh, they were back and forth all night, and that was exciting racing. I mean, that 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 was exciting, you know. And, and even just as somebody like me who's really never been in the go-kart background, um, I'm having a lot of fun doing this. So, and, and these kids and these adults that are coming out here are putting on fantastic shows. You know, some of the classes are a little low count, but uh, I think that's just something they're normal with. And 
and that's okay because they just want to go out there and have fun. You know, even if you're not racing against anybody or one or two people, um, you know, you're out there to have fun. And, and I try to entertain everybody, you know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I play the music and, uh, and I think everybody enjoys that. So we're doing, a, you know, we're working on things, you know, they're, they're always making improvements. So I, I anticipate uh, things to get, you know, continually better throughout the rest of the season. And I, I can't wait for you guys to come up. I got some fans that want to come listen to me now. So Yeah, yeah, no, we got I, – I don't have any plans Friday night. Cole acted like he wanted to go. So I think we're just going to make a motion to go up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just have a good night doing it. It's going to be nice, beautiful weather. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. shit, why not? You know, I tell you what, so two weeks ago, uh, the Chad asked me to tell him, you know, about open practice after the races. And uh, so I did, you know, a little a little thing I said. I was said, uh, well, you know, and if you want to let your favorite announcer guy test and tune your cart, I'd be more than happy to turn a few laps for you. And nobody came up to me, and I said it as a joke. And I was a kid, Brody Poland, that was racing, and that that cart was just a rocking and rolling, and instantly rhymed with Brody Poland. So I kind of just gave him a nickname. That's kind of what we do, you know, here at Hot Lap Heroes affiliates. Uh, you know, I seen the wild child with his decal on the, on the roof line there at PDC. We indirectly <laughs> label people. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's not a bad thing, but uh, you it's know, working out. Yeah, so he was just rocking and rolling. For some reason that cart just couldn't, you know, settle down. And so at the end of the race, I went to go over and talk to him and tell him, hey, you know, good run watching your race and. Uh, there was a girl going over there to get in a cart, and she was looking for a helmet. And they're like, oh, it's over here. And I said, well, what's she doing? And they're like, well, she's never driven a, go- a go-kart. We're going to put her on one. So, you know, she got to go in the 250s. Wow. And uh, I said, you know, I told the, one of the Polans, I said, yeah. He said, I said, I, I asked that on the grandstands out there. Nobody came and gave me the keys to the cart. <laughs> and he <laughs> swear to God, Kurt, he looks at the number four cart, the 500 one, and uh, he said, can you fit in that? And uh, I said, well, how big's the seat? It's 13-inch. And my eye racing seat's 16 inches, and I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, um, I might not be able to breathe, but <laughs> he's like, get in there. I got you try her. I got in there, and I tried, and the steering wheel I was stuck, and so we had to raise it up three inches, and don't tell anybody, but he said, you can't, I can't get your belts on. I said, if I roll this thing, I'm not moving. I'm stuck in here. My ribs were bruised the next day. That's yeah. how tight I was in that thing, but uh, he told me to go out there and let her eat, and uh, I did. I think I ripped more laps than they turned, and uh all night in that thing and uh man that was fun Kurt. speaking of that uh not fitting in something i got a chance to ride a, a mini sprint back in about 2012 i think it was my buddy josh breen and he was he had a mini sprint back then and they call uh, him breezy they do yeah old josh brennan oh, oh yeah this freight on the front face of his goal uh uh midget or mini sprint back then, it said Breezy on it. We oh, always, be damn, I know, didn't know that. I always give him a hard time because that was my nickname my rapper days. So uh, <laughs> yeah, so, so they brought it out to test. They were, they were wanting to test one Sunday, and I let them bring it out. And, and uh, ah, Kurt, why don't you try to get in it? So I had my work boots on. I, I'm about 75 pounds heavier than Josh yeah. and about four inches taller than he is. So naturally, I didn't fit in his car either, but by God... I wasn't going to let that stop me. So I got in the seat. I fit in it. I slithered down in a seat. Same deal. Couldn't get the belts on. My knees were wedged against the steering box. Oh, got the steering wheel on. And it's like sitting on in a, in a lawn chair, you know, your feet straight up and down. Yeah. I had no throttle control. I could, I had no brake (laughs) control. I had nothing. I was just like on or off, on or off. Cause I, I wasn't comfortable. I mean, it was not, I had no, uh, ankle action. And I got out there, and I mean, run down the straightaway, but I couldn't finesse it trying to go through the corners. It was just like it was on, off, on, off, on, off. But I had a ball. 
But I'm thinking if I come off turn, I remember, I remember, I was, I come off, come out of three and four, real good, real strong, took it right up to the wall, <laughs> and I thought if I clip this wall, I'm gonna destroy both of my knees. I'm probably never gonna walk again, <laughs> and it'll yeah. all be over just like that. And so, you know, I don't know about six, seven laps. I tamed her down and brought her in. And, I got out of it and had a blast doing it, but man, I would love to try it again. Oh but. man, I tell you, when when I got out of that car, well, actually, I had to get out of it because that girl, she was kind of messing around. They were trying to get her to figure it out, you know. And it's not easy. And I don't accredit any of my skill to eye racing, or I just, you know, it's something I've always paid attention to is driving. I've always been able to drive anything I get in, so I had the confidence to go out there and literally do exactly what they do in the race. You know, because I get to watch them. So I just went in the corner, blasted through one and two, and the sensation from being an inch and a half off the ground, it feels like you're doing every bit of 70. You're well, the G-forces going... through the corners, too, or just, well, you know, you, you don't understand you it until you do it, you yeah. know. And I loved every minute of it. And that girl, she kind of spun out off of four real slow, and I, I had to lock her up, Kurt, because I didn't want to go off the track off four. It's a no-no land. Yeah. You go off there, you're going through the fence, and that's dangerous. And so I, I locked her down, and the guy came to give me a bump start, and I took the helmet off because, I, I mean, I was done at that point. I had yeah, my, you got your thrill. I had my thrill, and he was like, well, you're done because the head gasket's blown. So I apologize to the Polans about blowing the head gasket, but uh, it was definitely worth it when they got out and told me, hey, man, you ever, this is the first time you ever drove one of them? And I said, well, yeah. I told you guys I'd never been around one of these before. And he's like, pretty damn good. So, well, you never know, you know. I mean, you might you might land yourself in one of them once in a while. You Man, know? you know, I would I would love to drive one of those things, because uh, I felt like I was able. I could have got more out of it. I just wasn't comfortable in the fact that I wasn't secured in there. And I mean, you know, I, well, the timing wasn't right either. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, well, you know, but it, and I and I wasn't in any kind of uh, wear to wear like you know long, heavy pants and a shirt. You know, you sweating. weren't comfortable. Yeah, I wasn't comfortable. So, but it was fun, and I made it work. Yeah. And, and I know you used to do it, and you—you you know, I think you've been jostling around the idea of maybe coming back and uh, doing turning some laps. Boy, I'm thinking about it, but the more I think about it, I'm thinking, why, why go to the trouble of trying to start something up this year? I may just wait till next year. Yeah. I mean, yep. we're already early August. By the time I get anything prepared, it'll be the end of August, and by that time, I only have a couple more runs. And yeah. And nah. So if I get anything put together, I'll probably try to just do something for next year. However, however. I would love the chance to ride one. Uh, anybody, anybody's got a spare card out there that they'd love to put behind a seasoned veteran? Yeah, twenty I've got years. Twenty years of experience. Uh, you know, no, no hill for a climber there. And I would love to be able to wheel one around, give it a shot again. I don't know how competitive I would be, but I won't tear it up. That's one thing I can hang my hat on. I never tore shit up. I. I, I <laughs> I remember uh, when I was racing for my buddy Britt Baker, we were uh, we had a body. It was a thin plastic. I, I don't remember if it was a G-Man body or what it was, but it was a real thin, brittle plastic body. We ran that thing for two years. I won a lot of races with him, and that body, was we had to keep stitching it up because it would start to crack, you know, from the vibration right. and stuff. We ran it for two years. He's like, ah, we need to get a new body. I said, no, let's leave that body on. I want to see how long we can get out of it. We got two <laughs> years out of it, probably racing, I don't know, 10, 15 times a year. And uh, I was proud about that because, you know, it didn't didn't tear it up. You know, right. we avoided trouble, didn't tear it up. We ran pretty good in the process. So I'd love to see you get back out there next year. I think that'd be fun. Heck, I'd, you know, maybe at that time I could 
dedicate some money, you know, uh, to, to maybe build my own little one to have some fun because obviously the big you race You can go on Saturday nights. You can announce Friday nights and go, go on, race Saturday on Saturdays. Nights. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe yeah. they could just let me, you know, race my race with a microphone in the car and I'll be like, I'm driving yeah. through the corner. Wild as hell. Yeah. <laughs> All gas, no brake. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, they probably wouldn't do that. I'd probably be cussing up a storm inside of that. But uh, well, you never know. Somebody might. Somebody might by you know, then. Somebody might have building. something for you. Push it to the line. You jump out of the <laughs> announcer stand. You run. You Got run my through suit it. on already. Yep. You run to the line. You jump in. You race your race. You get out. You run back up the announcer stand. Be like Roger Solomberger. Hell yes. Announcing flag. Announcing race. Well, so, let's no. talk about some of these races here. Uh, yeah, you got some big stuff coming up. Yeah, so uh, this week, actually, um, the Summer Nationals is coming on next week. So August 12th, 13th, and 14th, the 12th is going to be at the Avcom Storm Shelter Speedway. That's a Thursday? That's a Thursday night, racing at 6, hot laps at 6, I believe. Um, and that's going to be the kickoff to that. Um, and Dwayne actually asked me to, if I Dwayne wanted to. Dwayne Hewlett. Dwayne Hewlett asked me if I wanted to come announce. I could. You should. So I'm probably going to. Um, That'll be a big night. There'll be some big names. Hopefully, hopefully Chad Kinsey doesn't get mad, but I think I'll just do all three nights because on the 13th and 14th, like I said, and I'll give you the payout um, for your 500 out loss. It's going to be or excuse me, $1,000 first, 500 second, 250 third, 125 fourth, 75 for fifth place. I mean, your 250 out loss, 300, 200, 100. They'll have a slew of those things there. Run what you brung, 300, 200, 100. Rookie box. Or restricted box 300, 200, 100. Box stocks 300, 200, 100. 375 clones 400, 200, 100. That's your top three to four payouts, depending on what they show you there. And that's Friday and Saturday. And there'll be additional points, uh, winning, series winning payouts 300, 150, and $100. So I'm assuming in places of points that you finish. So it's going to be a huge event. Um, you know, I'm really hoping that maybe, maybe I get, maybe we get lucky and I get to have. Uh, you know, Brexton Bush show up or somebody from, you know, because I, I know they do like to go out to Sebastian Speedway. They made a run out there to Avcom and not not for any stardom, but just, you know, I think that's good for the sport to have a, a big name person bring their kid out there to learn some racing. And um, I think that's neat that they do that. And I'm, I, I'm glad that they choose Illinois to do that. Um, well, I think it's on. unique as to why that happens here. I just think it's cool. We've got three tracks really close that have recently opened up. Why have they opened their eyes to central Illinois to race those cars? Is it because the rest of the country hasn't caught up with the action going on in this area or do they know people or, you know, I'd like, I, we've talked I think about it's this a before. combination. They probably have some, obviously so, they know some people around here that, in the racing community, but that, it's good that they take the chance that they, yeah, that they no. take, that they travel. It's 800 plus miles from Charlotte. It's not easy to get here. It's well, it's interstate, but I mean, to go to those tracks, you got a two lane it most of the way from, from the interstate and, um, they dedicate their time and, and I'm glad of that. I, I, it was neat to see Kyle Bush and his family at Avon, Illinois. That place probably hasn't seen a celebrity since Ronald Reagan passed through back in 1970. <laughs> yeah, right. But no, that's so cool about that whole deal. So that's that's neat. And I don't know if they'll be up here or not. But you know, for a big money like that, I, I I'd like to see him up here. I would think they would. Excuse me, yawning. Excuse me. I would think they would just because of. And the reason they showed up this time around. There's a reason they showed up this time around for this for for Avon anyway. Testing you know, tune, test maybe. And tune yeah, maybe. Maybe. So hopefully, fingers crossed. Hopefully, they decide to come back up and. Well, you know how cool would that be just to have you know somebody of that stature, one of the one of the NASCAR uh, people coming in, and then you know me getting to announce at that. I know that that makes it nothing special, but they're going to hear me talking. 
and they're going to. Oh, it's yeah, very yeah, special. Yeah, those are those are special opportunities because yeah. you know he's around the country. They're, Millbridge Speedway is on Dirt Vision now, yep. or Dirt on yeah. Dirt, whatever that program. Dirt Vision. Yep. Dirt Vision every, yeah. every, I believe every Wednesday they're on. Yep. So and it's free to watch. You don't have to have a subscription. All you have to have is a Dirt Vision app. You got you got those guys down there racing down in North Carolina. They come up here. They hear a good announcer, an exciting announcer. It, it'll mean something to them. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if one of them comes up to you. You know, and that's there's n- this, there's no better opportunity than to perform in front of a, a big name from time to time and just you know obviously you'll forget you're there. I mean, you're doing your thing. Yeah, yeah, but, exactly. You know, that's that's another that's a downhill too because Brexton Bush he'll probably be out front most of the time, and you don't want to lose track of the rest of the field either. True. You know. Yep. So you know, it's it's, it's one thing to recognize them, but treat them just like everybody else yeah, for the simple I, fact that you know there's more people there than just them. So and you know what? Jeanette, he's in one card, so it doesn't mean that you know he's not in every race. So it doesn't matter even if that's the case. But I anticipate some heavy competition. Uh, you know, for me, I think this show should bring easily 100 cards. I, I could be wrong, but 75 to 100 cards. I think that's going to be a pretty big. That's be a big night. Yeah, that'd be the most cards I've ever announced. So I'm no, looking be, forward to the good. challenge. You know. Hoping uh, getting everybody's names right, so <laughs> you know that's always a thing. But the thing is, I'm having fun doing it, and uh, and I'm glad that the, the fans and the people that come to the races to listen. I mean, I did have quite a few compliments because I started to be what what I how I would be, uh, and that 500 wings feature, uh, th- that was a crazy feature. I mean, at one point, four guys w- could have won the race. I mean, you threw a blanket over them, and they all swapped leads and. I think at the end of the day, Buckworth got it done. Gary Buckworth got it done. But, man, I was, he's going to do it. Oh, to the inside, to the top side. No, he's not. Like, just into it. And, That's and, right. And the crowd was loving it, you know. Yeah. Even, and those are hard to hear over. But I think I, my, my tone was audible over those the 500 outlaws. If, not, if they can't hear the words, <laughs> they can hear your voice and hear your excitement. Excitement, yes. That's all you need. That is the fire to the flame, you yep. know. So Just want to put on a good show for the fans yep. and, and, and get the racers the recognition and give them their time of, you know, their 15 minutes of fame or, or however long it, it you know they get of it. I, I try to make sure I announce everybody's name three times. And, and you know, whether it's beginning to end in caution or, or at the finishing results, I, I just want to give all of them their chance to, you know, if they're fans listening or whatever. You know. Well, they got grandparents, they got parents, they yep. got cousins, they got brothers and sisters. They like to hear their name announced, too. Yes. I remember back when we used to race up in Knoxville, they had an announcer up there when we first started that was really, really good and vocal. He talked all the time, but he was really good. And, man, the excitement in his voice when he would say, and he even said my last name right, right out of the get-go. Modest. 1993, modest. I mean, it was right out of the get-go. He was on it from the get-go. And it. my mom recorded about every race I ever raced. And uh, to go back, you listen to that, and it's, it's exciting to hear somebody calling out your name for something you're doing on a racetrack or right. a ball it's, field. It is cool, or, yeah. So and you got people recording these races and and the, your voice. Will I've be heard them on, in a few videos. Yep. Yeah, so it's cool. To, it's cool. Your to, voice will be on a recording forever. Yep. So yeah, you guys need to bring out uh, your little tripod. I I think I and think set I'm it up. You can. You're more than welcome. To, you guys are more welcome to be yep. up in this in the in the announcers booth and maybe do some live recording and 
you know, it'd be a good time. I can't wait for you guys to come out. And I know you came out and Cole's been waiting to come out. And I think he's going to be pretty impressed with uh, what he runs into out there at Viola Boys Back so International Speedway. It's, it's, uh, and I'm sure they'll have a couple more sponsors on, on the uh, fence line by then. Hell, by the end of the year, that whole fence line from one and two will probably be filled up with, uh, oh, what do you call that, chloroplast with, uh, with yeah. vinyl, vinyl printed on it for sponsors. So It's a good place. It's a neat place. And it's a clean place. Yep. I'm going to try out their concession stand Friday night. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna you're gonna go like see it. They've always on. got something different. Pork burgers, pork chops, like it, they always got something different. And people, those—that's the heartbeat of that track too. You know, that's their. The ladies, if everything's paid for, that's their profit, and that's what makes the the fences keep getting painted, the repairs being made, and uh, the interest level for the promoter still going. You know, because these guys got to make money. I yep, mean, that's yep. all there is to it. Nothing can break even or lose money for very long before people just say screw it. So support their support their concession stand and you know that just helps the world turn yeah they love it when i talk about them all the time they love it and then they hate it because they get busy you know but uh, that's it's, good it's though. good for them yeah they so. have to that's yep. the way it is yep. so but they don't they don't hate me the ladies down there love me and uh they take care of me too if i good need deal. a drink or a burger but well, you're the, the announcer you have yeah. to you yeah, know now be. if they could just bring a porta potty upstairs to you <laughs> yeah, you'd be fine just, yeah, just for a five a, gallon bucket give me a funnel and drill it into the ground about six feet <laughs> yeah, and yeah. perfect that's all we there need you go. just a beer a bar french drain a french drain <laughs> there you <So>. go <laughs> yeah yeah you know one thing i did want to touch on since we're getting so close curtis finish off here with best buddies grand prix yep uh, my buddy ryan lacoste the uh, director there for best buddies of peoria illinois chapter and me and teamed up um we're you know, I'd love to sit and pass a bucket around to take some donations every couple, you know, the next couple of weeks for racing. Uh, we're just trying to we're trying to raise money to raise awareness and help uh, people with intellectual developmental disabilities live a more inclusive life, being more included in social activities that they normally wouldn't be. And that's what this go kart race is about. It's not about you or me. It's about having fun, but doing it for a good cause. We've got 84 people registered. I, I intend to probably have 100 by the day of. Um, $75 donation, 20 laps guaranteed, bring your own helmet, bring your shoes, everything's provided, no open-toed shoes, 12 years and older, uh, and, and bring a good attitude and, 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 and bring your pocketbook, you're going to have some live auctions, silent auction, 50-50, um, you know, I'm trying to get some other stuff, um, you know, gathered up and packages put together to, to make some, you know, to, to make a good donation on October 1st at the gala where they will crown the champion of the year and i believe there's 10 10 people running so we've got we're running against nine other people and uh, we want to win this obviously if we don't win it we're still putting a good um amount of donations to the charity to, or the foundation to help them and we continue to do that so um, if you haven't already signed up if you would like to donate a shirt uh you know a piece of metal uh hat uh, your time some money just get a hold of us it's all tax write off you know you can do all of that if you want to make a larger donation as well so uh, just check that out if you got any questions come see me up in the crow's nest um you know and and like i said i appreciate everybody that signed up and we can't wait to make it to the gala and hopefully maybe be the ones crowned at the end of the year no uh, it'll be a good event me and cole was just talking about it and uh we hope that uh, everybody that participates enjoys it and wants to do it again next year and yep. we can make this an annual thing and we can make it an annual date and uh, just uh, build it from here. So yep. if we can get 100 people this first go around, hurrah, hurrah, because yep. that's a big success. Huge. Yep, that's big. So, so. All right. Well, you know, uh, I normally don't finish the entire podcast at the track because intermission is only about 15 minutes. So when I tell them, 
you know, when I cut it off, I'm like, well, if you didn't get to listen to the rest of this podcast, tune on in to Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast for a la carte. So they get a little bit extra. And we'll finish off with PDC weekend, Kurt. Uh, give me a quick rundown of your weekend at the Predator Classic in uh, Fairbury, Illinois. Um, I was ex- It was exciting just because of how that event is structured, how many people show up in such a small town in central Illinois um where something like that never happens i mean it's a small town on a two-lane highway in and out not off the interstate it's a ways from the interstate and something that has continued for 30 plus years that continues to grow that that will continue to grow it is a great event and i'm happy to have finally been a part of it um i've just never had that chance to go and uh i went for one day uh, loved it. Gonna go back, and yeah, it's it's quite a show, and it's local to us. You know, that's the best yeah. part about it. Yeah. You don't have to dedicate two hour drive, two hour three. <laughs> you don't have to dedicate a six hour, eight hour drive to get there. Um, it's just it's such a great event, and I'm hats off to those guys that can handle that, that organize that, that got the labor put together. That's the biggest thing, you know, the labor put together to be able to man all those stations. Yep. Great and uh, that's something a lot of people take for granted. You know, you you put a show like that on, everybody looks around and says, God, there's 10,000 people here. These guys making big money. Yeah, but it takes about 500 people to make all that go around, you know. Yeah, yep. so definitely a big staff out it's, there. It's, uh, you know, it takes, it takes a lot of hands on deck to turn an event like that. So, um, no, it was a great event. I can't yeah. wait to go back again. Yeah, man, I had a great time. I got to meet a lot of big-name people. You know, I actually had a conversation with an old go-kart 500-lot driver. He still races them. I'm sure he does. Kyle Larson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had a little conversation back and forth. You mean winner? $50,000 winner? winner, Kyle Larson? A lot of people said that he wasn't going to win because he's not not Kyle Larson in a late model. But uh, he proved him wrong. And, uh, I like when that shit happens. I like when they say, oh, there's no way he can do it, and then he goes out there and does, does it. it. It's yeah. like it gives you hope that – and to cut off of that, but sorry, like he was actually out till six in the morning on Friday, <laughs> and he still goes out there and dominates. But that's what those race car drivers do. They're built to party all night long, play beer pong, tell jokes, drive golf carts around, just stay out till the wee hours in the morning, and and then get up in the morning and drive a race car with nine hundred horsepower and whip some tail. I bet he had the time of his life because. That was an event at Eldora on that interview of that one lap, one beer on yeah. uh, what was that? He, yeah, uh, it was D Suave. Yeah, he wanted to. He wanted. He to wanted win. to win Fairberry Prairie Dirt Classic. That was a bucket list item, and I bet you he had the time of his life. He'll never forget that night. He'll never forget that win, and you know we were all there to see it. So when he is no longer racing, that'll be a milestone in his career for sure. Uh, and. It's cool. It's yeah, cool. No, so, it's super cool, man. History and, made. Yep. And I, like I said, we uh, we did a lot of work, and uh, we got to you know meet a lot of big name people too, as far as like w- what we do, and that was awesome. You know, the World of Outlaws World came, of Outlaws came and interviewed came. us, <laughs> interviewed us while we were doing our nowhere. podcast. Yeah, so that was cool, and I appreciate that. So we're doing big things. I got in the Hunt the Front video about the eight minute fifty second mark. You can see Mr. America walking up stage there, and stage left, I call it, the turn three and four. Yeah. So, Get ready for the big show. So it was a good time, man. Great food, had good company, and uh, great weather. Uh, I can't wait for next year. But uh, you know, unfortunately, I, this is the one weekend out of the year I will not be able to announce uh, that at Viola. Maybe if uh, 
Chad tries to sweeten it up or something, but we'll think about it. But uh, it's it's going to be tough. Well, you know, you could <laughs> you you could you know I could you could bail Friday. Friday night. I could, could yeah, do, I could, I could. That's you know, just, Saturday's the main the big daddy. So and I think that's what he was kind of prying on me about. And I'm like, well, you, PDC weekend's a hard thing for me to just go. You to. could take Thursday, Friday, Saturday off, but you could go Thursday and party. You could go up and uh, go kart race Friday. Don't give don't give Chad any ideas now. <laughs> 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 well, I think he should just have a guest announcer once a year when I came Okay, yeah. well, whatever works for you guys, that's your, that's your business. Right, but yeah. You, don't, you also don't want to open the door and let somebody else come in. That well, I could, I, could, I could understand that, you know. So. But uh, it's, it's, you know, it's racing. And, uh, it's part of what we do, and, and we have commitments, uh, you know. And uh, So I, I, it's part of the deal. It sucks. but No, I don't the, blame you. you the gotta, fact that we got a guy that could do it once a year. Yep. Or have Chad step back up in there. and The biggest thing is just enough notice. You yeah. didn't drop it on him last minute. You know, yep, you I didn't, told him immediately. Yeah, so, and, and had you been announcing there since April or May, it definitely would have been no big deal, you know. Right, yeah. The simple yeah, fact yeah. that, you know, you were just getting going and whatnot probably was the hardest part, but at the same time, you're back in action. You're going yep. the rest of the year. Yep. You're looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to hearing it. I knew from day one that you were going to be a damn good announcer. I just knew it. I knew it. as soon as I heard you on the PA, I just knew it was supposed to work out this way. So well, I hope it keeps working out for for uh, that way for the track and and hopefully the drivers keep having you know more fun and, and more good racing and I get to call some awesome action. So um, all right, it's going to be a good one. Thanks for coming on, Kurt. Uh, I know you've been busy, so hopefully we get to talk again next week uh, for the maybe do a pre preempt for the big week. Yep, three three day show. So. Yeah, we'll definitely try to get one going then. Yeah, definitely. Well, all right. Well, until next time, keep it off the high side, especially there. Keep it out of the chain link. Keep it out of the chain link. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll catch you next week here on Alicart with another hot plate of action. All right, we'll see you. See you now. <laughs>